0: So, Gerald, how's it been, man? I'm great. How about yourself? It's been beautiful. It's been amazing. Again, the Positive Energy Generation podcast, I want to say thank you for joining us. And we just really want to be able to hear the journey that has been impacting so many people uh, that you had. All right. So before we get started, I want you to shout out Gerald Bass. Shout out your social media and let everybody know where to follow you at.
1: Yeah, so you can actually follow me on Facebook, Gerald Bass, on Instagram, at G Bass Tips, on YouTube, Gerald Bass, LinkedIn, Gerald Bass, and my personal website is www.geraldbass.com. Our digital marketing agency website is wwwridesofthe of the 1% agency.com. And our rise of the one percent
0: academy website is 1%.com. awesome awesome i'm glad you said the rise of the one percent because that's what this is about it's all about rising of the one percent um let everybody know jerry i know with me you got together and we talked about some business let everybody know the name of your business and what you do so yeah the name of
1: our company is the rise of the one percent and we are a digital marketing agency we assist different brands different businesses with growing their social presence online specifically facebook and instagram and also putting the systems and processes in place to generate qualified leads customers and clients for businesses online through automation we also have our rise the one academy which is a coaching and training platform where we teach different business owners to simplify online strategies to massively grow their business online. Then we also do some consulting with different brands and businesses in terms of putting strategies in place to help them with marketing, advertising and sales. So that's primarily what we do.
0: Awesome. And that is amazing. Not many people knows about digital marketing and what all it takes to actually grow your account and your followers. that's pretty, pretty decent. That's really good. And uh, let everybody know who is Gerald
1: Baggs? Yeah, so Gerald Bass is first off a man of God. That's the first thing. Gerald Bass is a son of a family man. And also Gerald Bass is an entrepreneur. So you know, I'm a business owner, I'm a marketer, I'm an investor, and I'm also a freedom fighter. You know, and what I mean by freedom fighter is you know, I've been fortunate enough to have been blessed to become financial and time independent myself. And so I believe now I'm on a mission to assist as many other people with being able to experience the same type of joy in terms of getting to financial time independence, and definitely living a life of fulfillment. And so that's who Gerald Bass is.
0: Mm, That sounds like a very inspirational man And you are a very inspirational man Out here touching the public And let everybody know that they're not alone If Gerald can do it, I can do it You can do it, right? Right, exactly That's what what it's all about, touching the next person And when you decided to take this journey And actually find your path uh, When did you decide to get into network marketing? And why?
1: so yeah i actually got involved in network marketing in september
0: 2011
1: because i actually started off as a party and concert promoter i was also an artist management and i was pretty successful here in the atlanta area i mean i've done business with a lot of celebrities hip-hop r&b athletes actors actresses and i did real well uh, in the industry but around 2011 Due to the economy, I actually took a huge decline in my income, and so I found myself at that time getting behind on my bills. And so, around that time, one of my buddies, who was in the entertainment business as well, we hadn't talked in a while, he actually shot me a message on Facebook, and he asked me if i open to other ways to make the money. And at that time, being that I was behind on my bills and had to move back home with my parents, all kinds of stuff like that, I was like, yes, I'm open, and so, he introduced me to the network marketing industry and uh, I got involved. And in the first few months, I didn't really have a whole lot of success because I barely did anything. It actually took me to get to a conference in January of 2012. I literally went down my last dime to get the information. And while I was there, I saw those people like myself, similar backgrounds, having success. And I was like, if they could do it, I could do it. And so right. what ended up happening was I left out of that conference and Around about eight months later, I was promoted four times in that company because I literally had my hair on fire. I helped some of my team have some success and make some money as well. And we was doing pretty well for about three years. But around year three, something happened. You know, we found ourselves exhausting our warm market because we were doing all the home parties and people out to hotel meetings and stuff like that. And so around that time, what ended up happening was we started going out to malls and passing out flyers, talking to people and cold calling and putting out bandage signs. And I just got tired of a lot of the rejection. And so I saw one of my buddies that was on social media, he actually posted that, you know, he was crushing it with his home-based business on social media. And so I decided to reach out to him and we got onto a call. And He started talking to me about this idea of attraction marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started talking to me about becoming the hunted online versus being the hunter all the time. And so from there, I was like, Well, what is it going to take you to teach and coach me on this? And he told me the price, and my network marketing business was taking a decline at that time. So I didn't really have the money. And so I borrowed the money and uh, hired him as a coach. And in the first month of me working with him, I was attempting just to figure out. Online marketing, I was figuring out how to put lead generation systems together and sales funnels and how to create content and how to run ads. And I ran into some walls at first, but I finally figured it out. And within a month of me coaching with them, I actually had my first $1,000 day online. Mm. And a few months later, we got into a new network marketing company in the travel industry and once i got in i was able to apply what i was learning from him with online marketing and teach people that i was signing up and our team literally grew over 375 people in a little over 70 days i was actually ranked amongst the top five percent of income earners in the entire company in the first 70 days of being in and from there we continued to grow and build And I was fortunate enough to reach Diamond in that company in about two years. We had over 800 people join our group. I had tons of people in my team generating tens of thousands of dollars, people walking off their jobs going full time, just having a lot of success and just living life. And Mm -hmm. around that time there, what ended up happening was a lot of other network marketers and other companies were saying that I was having success growing my network marketing business online. They started to reach out to me and they pretty much started to ask me you know could they pay me to teach them online marketing And so i started getting into coaching and training and you know like i said coaching other networkers and that led for me not just coaching and training and helping them to other business owners in other industries you know reaching out and wanting assistance and then from there you know we just continued to move stuff so. That's pretty much eventually how I eventually went on and got into digital marketing, but that's pretty much the whole story in reference to
0: uh, network marketing. Yeah. Right. And, and that's pretty cool that, uh, you was able to go from network marketing to digital marketing. Um, that's actually a pretty good thing that to actually look forward into actually, because not a lot of people, uh, know much about technology and it's constantly evolving every day. So that's a business that you'll always be in. Right? Right. Exactly. And in your, in your experiences as you went from network marketing to digital, um, what makes you part of that 1%? Yeah,
1: so when it comes to being a part of the 1%, for one, you gotta be connected spiritually to some type of high power, right? It's not right us that's controlling all this that's going on. And so that's the first thing. I'm, I'm very intact spiritually with my high power. That's the first thing. Second, as well is my health, right? To be a part of that 1%, you know, health as well. It does you no good to go out and make a whole lot of money if you're in a hospital bed. And so right. with that being said, I had to start like really taking care of my health some years ago. And my first coach that I actually hired, he actually was the one to challenge me to go and do that. And so, you know, working out, eating good and clean, and stuff like that, that also, is a trade being a part of the 1% and make me a part of it. And then also the relationship that you have, you know, I have a great relationship with my family, great relationship with my friends, you know, great relationship with my business partners, my team, uh, our customers, our clients, and, you know, treating people well. That also makes right. me a part of the 1%. And then also, you know, of course, when it comes to entrepreneurship, business, and finances, I've been fortunate enough to be very successful pretty much in every business that I've been in. And now, even in digital marketing, done multiple six figures in three and a half years. But not only that, hey. yes, I've been able to serve a lot of people. I have homies. Like, man, since back when I was in uh, network marketing, I had homies who, you know, used to be in the streets and hustling and doing stuff like that. I was able to introduce them to something different. And, you know, they was able to personally develop and grow and, you know, learn even more about legitimate businesses. And a lot of them have went on to do some amazing things now, you know, in terms of entrepreneurship, business, a lot of them have their own businesses now. Um, they're family men now. And then not only just that, I've also worked with individuals that are corporates and people that even have PhDs in terms of helping them grow businesses, to even many women as well that I've assisted with you know transformation and making a whole lot of income and business and serving people with their products and services um so i believe the ability to serve as well has made me a part of the one
0: percent as well right and you are one of those one percenters because you put your life out there and you take your time which is valuable to um teach and mentor and show other people that is it's possible Right, right. Exactly. and all their dreams they put it to, to category and everything they set out and reached out to do in life that you're helping and push them and motivate them to reach those goals. So I'm so proud that you're able to reach so many people and touch so many people. and I know it's beautiful to see your homies, um, elevating mm-hmm. and growing along in their business as well, exactly, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And when you're doing that, you're helping family, you're helping friends, um, you're elevating, you're growing, and you get connected with your spiritual side and your experiences. What makes you not only just part of the 1%, but uh, when you became one of the part of the 1%, how was that transition? You was the one percenter and you went from network marketing to digital marketing and you elevated, you're growing. Was it hard to take what you learned and, and transform it to digital marketing or was it a smooth transition?
1: Yeah, so I would say when I was in network marketing, I look at network marketing as a personal development course
0: right, with right. a
1: conversation plan attached to Yeah. Right. So... With that being said, when I was in network marketing, I grew a whole lot in terms of personal development. I've read so many books now, listening to so many audios uh, over the years, because when I got into network marketing, that's what they told us to do. Um, and I wasn't even a big reader before then. So I was yes. kind of like, the personal development in terms of strengthening my mindset around life and the business came from you know network marketing. And then also, being in network marketing as well, I learned a lot about just building a business as a whole. I learned a lot about how to recruit people and build a team and train up a team. I learned a lot about sales, you know, and stuff like that, you know, how to provide value and and serve people with products and services that can help them. As I learned a lot about that in network marketing. So when I got into digital marketing, pretty much everything that I learned in network marketing skill-wise, I just transferred over to the digital marketing side. The only thing about digital marketing is some other skills that you do have to learn in terms of the marketing aspect of things, but in terms of like the mindset to understanding, you know, how to build a team and so beat up for your team, lead your team to also learn how to provide value to the marketplace and sell products and services and stuff like that. All that, you know, I pretty much, in terms of skills that transfer from network marketing over to digital marketing. So no, it was not a hard transformation at all.
0: That's really good that you were able to take those experiences from network marketing and to implement them to digital marketing and become very profitable. Right. That's really good. That's really good. And I know that was a milestone for you to do because it's not always easy to sit down and actually take upon another skill, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, when you was doing this, what was the hardest or well, what was the most challenging part about your journey? Just starting the journey going from network marketing to digital marketing, what was the most challenging part about just the journey itself?
1: Yeah, I would say pretty much, you know, in network marketing,
0: I was used to always being around a
1: lot of people in terms of people on my team to other people that were in the company. I mean, we did a lot of home events back then to a lot of the hotel meetings to even around my third year in the industry of network marketing. You know, my upline leadership actually invested into our office for the team here in atlanta and so it was a place for us to bring our prospects to and sit down with them and do presentations and even we did our weekly meetings there and even we did team functions there so i was always around people um versus when i first got into digital marketing it was just me and it was a, another person right when i first started the rise of the one percent and so it wasn't like we had all these people around us, or like I said, we had you know this big team or anything like that. It was kind of just us. So at, at times you did feel a little bit more alone in the beginning uh, stages of this digital marketing. Even to this day, I don't really have a large team uh, when it comes to the rise of one percent. So with that being said, I would say that pretty much was the only difference and stuff like that that I had to get used to Well, mm. so I'm not going to have all these people around me all the time like I did back in uh, network marketing right but besides
0: that everything else has been cool right and uh, that I'm pretty sure that was a challenge you went from not really well you went from being around a lot of people right to not really not really been around much of any people right right so there's but. always an adjustment that you have to get used to Right. and that's the transition that you had to make to go from network marketing to digital marketing right right exactly and with with digital marketing being the wave of today especially with the advancement of technology uh what do you think is the reason why many aren't not as successful or uh, not many people want to uh, learn the skills to take to be successful as far as social or network marketing
1: yeah i would say you basically having a closed mind Mm. one thing one of my mentors said some years ago as a multimillionaire she said that a closed mind is the most expensive thing that you'll ever possess what? because it will cause you to miss out on a lot of opportunities and so I believe the, the, the thing that holds a lot of people back is ego and believe mm. that they already know enough Right. and you know even for myself to this day you know, I'm still buying books like every month. I'm still investing in courses. I just invested over a thousand dollars in courses over the last week, like new courses. I'm always learning. Right. Um, I'm always investing in coaching programs and masterminds. And even before this pandemic, I was traveling to conferences literally all over the country to learn from experts in our space. So it's always about learning and growing. And I believe that's what holds a lot of back is going out to seek more knowledge and wisdom from individuals. Who went out and got it done, you know, before them, right? Yeah, so that's what I would say. Just having a closed mind, you need to be more open minded. That's what I would encourage more people to
0: do, and that's true. And this uh, goes back to far as like breaking some barriers, breaking some fears because my fear myself is speaking, and so the whole reason me starting to reach out and just lifting up people is something that's always i've always been able to do that but to be more uh successful in just reaching out to help other people and touching people from far away near or far uh i had to break the barrier of being shot and i'm not right. saying that i'm i'm not a shot person i am but one thing that i have learned that clothes now don't get fed right right so exactly. if i had to never ask you hey gerald um you know or you got a couple minutes to, to spare with me and actually speak and, and, and have just time with you and speak to you and get to know who you are and what about your business, how you're able to reach out and help so many people. I would have not have known so many people you're connected to that I'm connected to, you know? Right. And, and so many inspirational people that's leading the way, paving the way and has the blueprint. You have uh, started at the bottom with them and not only you're successful, but they are still successful as well. Right, exactly. uh, That's a very big thing. Some that sometimes we have to, well, all the time to get to where we have to go, we have to step our own way, remove the ego, so that we could be able to um, reach the next goal. Because, like you said, we don't know all the answers, right? And to act like you have all the answers, you're not going to go nowhere. So, to be able to to be a follower, you must be able to take directions, um, and as be coachable, right? So. I like that you said that. It's not about um all about just the dedication itself. You could be dedicated and don't want to even start the journey. Right. You know, so it's all about like you said, actually want knowing what you want and knowing how to open your mouth and, and ask questions to get to the next level. That yeah, is. Right. So that's that's, that's beautiful, true. man. And keep doing what you're doing, man, like you said, because If you if you don't continue to reach out and you don't continue to ask questions, how are you gonna know to get to the next level? Exactly. Right. And with that, uh, you when you was asking questions and you started off uh in network marketing, moved to digital marketing, uh, what was the biggest difference in your life now than when you started the whole journey in the beginning?
1: Yeah, I would say
0: basically the
1: growth asset definitely grown spiritually, I've definitely grown mentally and emotionally, I've definitely grown physically, I've grown relationally, and I've grown financially, Uh, I would definitely say in all those different areas, and also my knowledge and wisdom, Mm I have a lot more knowledge now than I had from when I first started, Um, a whole lot more knowledge, right? on a lot of different aspects of things, like I'm saying, from personal development aspect of things, to, like I say, spiritually, to, like I say, you know, mentally, emotionally, more headstrong, to relationships and learn how to nurture relationships, to understanding more just about entrepreneurship and business as a whole and brought out and solving problems with the products and services and stuff like that. To just even understanding more about growing businesses, you know, um, from marketing, sales, to, you know, building the team, to leadership. I just know so much more now than I knew then. How to scale businesses and stuff like that once you had a certain income level, all those type of stuff. I just know a whole
0: lot more now than I knew that. Right, and, and with that knowledge, I'm pretty sure you're able to reach so many other levels that you probably wouldn't think you'd be able to reach if you hadn't started where you started, right? Right. So was it hard finding which company to start off with and which one you wanted to grow from? No, it, it wasn't hard because I actually wasn't looking for a company.
1: Uh, back in 2010, one of my buddies who was in the entertainment business with me, he's actually like one of my brothers. Uh, his name is Travis Easy Harris. He actually told me about this lady who used to be a Zyde dancer here in Atlanta and within some years became a multi billionaire selling coffee and helping other people sell coffee. He wanted me to meet her. So he actually scheduled a meeting for us to uh, sit down here in, in the Buckhead area in Atlanta. And she started to actually share with me, you know, information about the coffee industry at that time. And share some information in terms of the conversation plan, how it worked, and, you know, building the team and helping them become successful and stuff like that. And I'm going to be real. I really couldn't get as excited about it. You know, even after she told me the investment and stuff, I really couldn't get as excited about it. Um, and her actual name, out of fact, was Stormy, well, she was actually the first person to actually expose me to the network marketing industry. And uh, I, I declined on it. Uh, but what ended up happening was a year later, it came back around to me, but it was different this time. It was a different company. Uh, it was different services. Um, and it was services that people were already paying on. We just had to help them save money on them. And then also, I looked at the compensation plan in terms of building a team and helping mm-hmm. other people help themselves for what that would look like in terms of residual income. And that residual income is really what actually stood out to me. Um, right. You know, being able to do something once getting a check every single month, mm. that's what stood out. Yeah, and, and that's what really led me to say, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. And then on top of that, a lady that I was actually introduced to who was making more money in a month than a lot of people I knew was making in a year. Uh, I, see, I saw her lifestyle yeah and I saw her lifestyle too you know like in terms of her time she had with her husband and her kids and how they to travel and just live life on their own terms right I, uh, yeah so that's what really got me excited about
0: it and I know they put put a lot of fire on your bills, man hey let me, let me reevaluate my life a little bit right <laughs> yeah. exactly when you was doing that, you was trying to go through the journey, when you was going through the journey, just trying to figure out what fits you, and uh, you was like, okay, network marketing to digital marketing, and you were just trying to find your niche. Did you ever think about quitting and focus on a different path? Well, with network
1: marketing, what ended up happening, because I actually built the network marketing for about five years, every day for about five years and in network market what ended up happening in that last company that i was involved in in the travel industry is it started to have some problems among corporate leadership and so what ended up happening was you start having a lot of the leaders leaving the company and the team leaving the company and so you know i was a leader as well some of my team started to get demotivated and leaving and stuff like that and so with that being said i decided that it was time for me to take another path now i had my upline leadership wanted me to sit down with some other company owners who wanted to sit down and potentially talk about me coming over to their company and bringing my team with me.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but
1: what ended up happening was I had already gotten into digital marketing while I was still in network marketing. And so with that being said, I decided, you know, I wanted to go full force with digital marketing. I just, that's the decision I made. And uh, so I went on and did that and I can say since I've been in digital marketing I've been doing this for three and a half years not four years in October October 3rd since we launched this company and it's not a day that I really think about quitting now it, mm. not, it has not been all sunshine and roses the whole time you know it's been obstacles and challenges it's been clouds it's been storms at times but I just continue to push you know cuz one thing one of my mentors actually told me some years ago was you either going through a storm, coming out of a storm, or a storm is about to hit. Like that's pretty much how life is. And so with that being said, I understood when I took on this path of digital marketing it wasn't gonna be all easy. Now it's simple, but it's not all easy. (laughs) Right, and so with that being said, I knew what I took on. And so, you know, to this day, I definitely enjoy what I'm doing. Um, You know, even some days when it may not be as good, I guess I just keep my head up. Keep pushing forward. That's my saying. I say that all the time on Facebook and on Instagram. On a lot of my
0: posts, I tell people to keep pushing. No matter what. Keep pushing. And that's keep what it's all about, man. Keep pushing. Right. Keep pushing. No matter if you if you're tired. I don't care. I'll get you an energy drink. Get you some some pelt me up and keep pushing. You keep right. going and you keep doing and planting those seeds because it's all gonna pay out, right? you right. are all going to pay, all right? And yep. I, I heard someone say, say they said that uh, either you're a poor man or you're a rich man. But either way it go, you're still going to struggle. So which struggle right. would you rather take? You rather take a poor man's struggle or a rich man's struggle? Exactly. Right? Because we all struggle. Right. It's, it's all about not giving up. And if you if you could give any advice right now, at all, any advice to the listeners, uh, that's out there to the people that say, "Hi, I want to be just like Gerald Bass, and I want to start my business. What would it be? What advice would it be, and why?" Yeah, first off, I would say that if you want to start a
1: business, that means you probably never owned a business. I would definitely recommend, for one, you start off with some personal development. You gotta be headstrong when it comes to business. You gotta develop the right mindset, right around going into the business world because like i just said it's not all the time sunshine no gonna <laughs> come across obstacles and challenges and you're going to run into brick walls every now and then you got to know how to you know tap into the strong part of your mind right and continue to push forward. So i would say for one you need to start off with making sure that you definitely get into some personal development uh, a book that i would recommend that I actually listened to, it was actually an audio from years ago. One of the first books my coach that I hired actually recommend me to listen to or read was Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Oh, man. I would definitely recommend, yeah, I would recommend <laughs> if you want to read it, definitely read it, or you can go listen to it, but it's definitely a great uh, one to start off with. I would definitely say start off with that. Uh, the next thing I would say in terms of if you want to get into business is for one you gotta understand business is all about solving problems oh yes so, yeah you, you have to be able to identify some type of problem out here that you maybe can potentially solve within some type of market and something that you can get passionate around yeah right? you want to be passionate around it because i mean if it's just a problem to you solve but you're not passionate about it, then you're not going to be willing at times to get up early and stay up late and stuff like that to really pursue the dream. And so with that being said, or when obstacles and challenges come, be willing to push through it. Like like identify a problem that you can solve, um, you know, provide some type of value to the marketplace, something that you can get passionate about. And then, you know, from there, take the necessary steps in terms of all the legal stuff and start a business, you know, get your marketing set up. And stuff like that, and go out and start selling that particular product or service to the market. Right, That's pretty much what I would
0: recommend you do. And you don't don't get it thinking you're just gonna make all this money right now. Like you said, it's it's about right. preparation, and you gotta be willing, willing to put that time in.
1: Exactly, you gotta put that time in, and you gotta have patience. You gotta have patience. <laughs> you hit right. right on the nail. Exactly, you exactly have because. Patience. Patience. Because because the transformation from employee to entrepreneur is this. Like with employees, when you're working for somebody, you work, you get paid. You work, you get paid. But see, with entrepreneurship, you work, 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 work. And then you get paid, 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 paid later. Right. That's how it works. Right. Yeah, so you got to have
0: some patience over the long term. if You really want to be successful in this. That was a, uh, when I was in service, when I was going through boot camp, my, my dresser, I used to say, eat now, taste later. Right. <laughs> so now what you got to exactly. eat, eat it right now and taste it later. Right. Exactly. Right. So I, I'm so glad that you was able to just be able to drop by and bless the podcast. It was amazing having you here and just out here reaching each goal and sharing it with people. So you're definitely such a blessing to God. You're a blessing to the earth to the universe because without you we wouldn't have so many other great leaders out here leading the way so thank you for taking time to bless our podcast and thank you for taking your brain and making the one percent that you have all right your company so i I put my hands and bless each and last one of you guys thank the podcast listeners for uh stopping by and having a session with gerald bass tell them again man where they can find you at on social media Make sure y'all follow him. Tell them again when they can
1: follow you at man. Absolutely. I want to thank you again too, Sharper, for actually inviting me on. This was an excellent uh podcast. Mm-hmm. I definitely appreciate it. You know, preferably that the listeners got a ton of value out of
0: it. And it helps happen
1: in some form or fashion. Yes. Yeah. And absolutely. And definitely, yes, you can find me again, Facebook, Gerald Bass, uh Instagram, at G Wealth Tips, YouTube. Gerald Bass, LinkedIn, Gerald Bass. But like I said, my website is GeraldBass.com or you can find information on our agency at the one percentagencycom information
0: on our Rise of the 1% Academy the riseofthe1percent.com Awesome. And if no one forgets to tell y'all today, tomorrow, nobody tell y'all that they love you I let you know that I love you. My most loved self, Amari, loves you and gerald bass loves each and last one of you guys absolutely <laughs> we don't want you to feel like no one loves you we love you keep pushing keep striving mm-hmm. stay stay with the grind never give up okay never give That's up true. and again gerald thank you thank you and bless you for coming on to this podcast and bless us with such grace all right no problem Bye. at all thank you thank you, thank well. you. And be blessed stay stay humble absolutely Thank you.